Welcome to the Igniting Shakti podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, and I'm here to have those real and at time raw conversations in regard to the sacred, the divine feminine, or I like to say Shakti. I want to invite you to explore and hopefully embrace this divine aspect that the feminine holds and gives us space to come to acknowledge in our everyday life. So I welcome you to Igniting Shakti. Welcome back, y'all. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Let's jump right into it, shall we? All right. So we've been talking a lot about Shakti and the last couple episodes, we've been talking about the particular Shakti goddess Sita. And then before that, we were in the month of October. Majority of the episodes were about the Shakti goddess Dumamavati. And then as we go into the month of December, or I will be picking another particular goddess to do some episodes on. But today, I just want to talk about the goddesses in general and Shakti and bringing in these these cycles of creation, sustainability, and dissolving or, you know, to destroy sort of thing. But first, let's, I just want to go into the goddesses themselves. And within House of Shakti, I kind of focus on the, on the more well-known 11 forms of Shakti that she takes, uh, because there's thousands of goddesses within the realm of the Shakti goddesses in the Hindu pantheon, but we work in the house of Shakti with 11 of them. So there's Durga, which you could say she's the one that's hard to conquer. She's this warrior goddess, cosmic protector and empowering mother. Then we have Lakshmi. She's all about this auspiciousness, the goddess of good fortune, wealth, inner and outer abundance, Kali, the black one, the mysterious, terrifying, fiercely loving goddess who brings us radical change in our life. And she ultimately dissolves all forms into the void. And there's some other forms with Kali here as well. Then we have Paravati, the mountain lady. She's the goddess of the sacred marriage and she's the divine yogini. She embodies this power of creative will. We have Saraswati, the flowing one, the goddess of language, creative intuition, music, and speech. Sita, she is the pharaoh, the earth goddess here. She is the faithful wife, the guardian of the womb, goddess of the earth and its mysteries. Radha, the golden girl, the goddess of erotic devotional love who carries this gift of divine longing and mystical surrender. Dumamavati, the lady of smoke. She's the crone goddess. She's the crone goddess of all the goddesses, really. But she's the crone goddess who teaches us how to turn disappointment into spiritual growth. Chinamasta, the severed head one. She's the goddess who presides over the sacrifice of the false self. Or... In other ways, I've seen it 
described as the I self, the one that we identify with, not our true self, not our true nature. Then we have Lalita Tripura Sandara, Sandari, I should say, and she's the playful beauty of the three worlds. She's the queenly goddess of sacred sexuality, and she's also the highest form of mystical experience whose blessing unites the energy of the body with the energy of the spirit. And then finally, we have Bhuvanishvani. She's the lady of space. The goddess of sacred space creates reality out of the infinite space and dissolves all limitations into herself. So some of these goddesses are warriors. Some are gentle and kind and they're the lovers. Some have a very maternal energy. And others are all about this radical self-transformation. Some bring us into these more spiritual, mystical realms. But each of them, each of them guide us into these deeper realms of who we are, the deeper realms of our soul and our spirit. They're the teachers that allow us the skills to really living this empowered life, this empowered life with the invitation of the feminine, the sacred feminine, which is Shakti herself, the power of the feminine. And this, as I've mentioned before, is not necessarily a political stance, but it's more of this empowerment within, this empowerment of stepping in to learning about our true nature, into our truth, into who we are meant to be, who we are. And who we are is this form of the feminine, just as we are this form of the masculine. And those forms take in these cycles of creation, our ability to nurture, sustain, maintain, and then also within the cycle of dissolving. And it's with the goddess's help. It's with the goddesses teaching us through their gifts, through their boons that we learn how to live well within those cycles of creation, how we live well while nurturing and nourishing and sustaining that. And then how we do that and how we go into the cycle to dissolve, to destroy, to release, surrender. Each of these cycles play an important part on how the goddesses move through us, how they allow us to reach that transformation within how we reach this sense of liberation and freedom in expressing ourselves, in being who we are meant to be, who we are. And the feminine, the goddesses teach us so much on this direct path during our journey. So when you look at the goddesses within the cycle of creation, when you look at each, each one of them that I just sort of mentioned and how they Within them, they work within the cycle of creation, how they move through us, how they weave and interwine with the spirit and with the body. And with so there's this subtle and this gross energy. And when I say gross, this tangible kind of energy, this 
like, you know, right down into your bones, into your body kind of essence, because the cycles of creation, sustainability and dissolving and the goddesses themselves work through us with both of those. As I went through the list of goddesses that we work with in the house of Shakti, some of them have a much more subtle energy where others are much more kind of in your face, like, here I am, <laughs> let's go. They help us to build our strength and our resolve. But more importantly, they help us to stay with our commitment and devotion to our spiritual journey, to living well in our life, to standing up in our own power, to be empowered. And it's through the goddesses, it's through the Shakti goddesses that we learn these tools, we learn these resources to tap into our greatest strengths, into our greatest ability and potential to move through and dissolve those limitations, those challenges, maybe even to dissolve those traumas. And they may not even be ours to hold. They may be, you know, from ancestral lineage that we're carrying in. But we can make that choice to tap into them, tap into their energy, to move these things through so that we can end the cycle with us. So our children and our children's children can move forward on their path, working with what they have come to earth to work with and not have to clear all our stuff too. It's so interesting, the more and more that I work with the goddesses themselves, the more that I see them entering my daily life in so many different things that I do, they they bring with them this essence of this power, because Shakti is power, but they bring in this essence of power to empower, this essence to power us through those cycles of creation, sustainability, and dissolving. And within those cycles and within the goddesses each, how they create, how they sustain us, how we dissolve through their energetics is so differently from one to one, but also so similar as well. There's these similarities that are running sort of like in the background. There are the dualities within each of them as well. So it's not all, you know, unicorns and rainbows as we start this work. But there are those deep lessons within where we have to get really uncomfortable being in this space to hold space for that uncomfortable feeling in our body. And it's not that we necessarily have to stay there, but it's about moving it through. Because once we move it through, we can come out of it seeing the light, coming out of it seeing the great lesson. And that brings us a little bit further into this path of liberation and freedom. And I talk a lot about duality. And it's true, duality is there to, I'm going to say, awaken us, to awaken us to the possibility that all is one. The two sides of the coin is one coin. 
the duality, the light, the shadow, the duality within everything is all on one coin, is all one. And that's what the goddesses teach us. Each goddess brings us to this level where we can step more into our wholeness, more into this place of unity. And when I speak of unity, this is the unity of ourself, of our wholeness, bringing more of the body online, the spirit, the emotions, and the mind. So bringing this unity of all of them together, working as one. But this also transfers more into how we act in the world. So the more we can bring this wholeness in ourselves, the more we can bring to this true nature of who we are, the more we can show and express this out into the world. The more we can express this out into the world, the more change and impact can happen. The more unified we are, the more of that unification we can bring out into the world. And that in turn is going to bring more unity in the world. Remember, just like in Ayurveda, what's happening on the outside is also happening within. If you're in the season of Vata and you are pushing with those Vata tendencies inside, like pushes like, it's going to bring up those symptoms. So it's no different than bringing more unification to ourselves. As we bring more of that within, we are allowed, we allow ourselves to express it more into the world. And the more we express that in, into the world, the more the world will change into this place of embracing more unity instead of division. But it's the work that we have to do. We have to go into this depth of who we are to do the work. And that's where the challenge is, because sometimes that work brings up stuff that we don't want to deal with. And I get that. The work is can sometimes be that energy, just like Kali, terrifying. But if we bring in the energy of Kali, we meet that work with fierceness. And with this loving fierceness, if we bring Durga to the table, this cosmic protector, we are protected. She's there to guide us, to protect us through it. And if we bring Sita in, we have this nurturing, loving kindness, this devotion behind it. We bring in Paravati, we bring in this commitment, this maternal love, this maternal instincts, this nurturing aspect into it. So each of the goddesses bring something. They bring this essence, this energetics for us to move through in our life, to what live well, to live in a space of wholeness, to live in a space of unity and the way we get to that unity is to recognize the duality to recognize the light and the shadow to recognize the light and the darkness and again when i say darkness this isn't necessarily i'm going to say the negative aspect of the darkness i'm talking about that bold courage you know like there's the that warrior 
energy. That's kind of that. It's the darker energy within the light. And then there's the shadow, the duality of all of that. And it's through the duality that we are awakened to be able to move through on this path, on this path of reaching liberation and freedom. And if each one of us step into this just a little bit more, if each one of us tap into this work a little bit deeper, we can shine this out. We can radiate it out. And that, and that, my friends, I believe, can change the world. One step at a time, one goddess at a time. You know, they don't call Shakti the power for nothing. When we look at the transformative power of the goddess, it is full of strength. It's full of boldness and courage. It is full of fierce love. It is full of devotion and commitment. It is full of radical self-inquiry. It is full of nurturing. It is full of bliss. It's full of abundance. Why? Because Shakti. Shakti is power. She is this power to create. She is this power to sustain and nurture. And she is this power to dissolve. So when we tap into her, and we invoke these energies of the goddess. We set ourselves on this path of awakening our empowerment of going into our true self, of our truth, our true nature. And that, that my friends, is pretty incredible, pretty amazing to be able to tap into all these different aspects of the goddess, all these different energies that are here to guide us in our path, in our path of awakening to self. That's beautiful, isn't it? I love it. I love that so much. So as I went through the different goddesses and everything, the one thing I want to make really clear here is that you hold all of these goddesses within. You hold them all. You may resonate with one more than another at certain periods, certain times of your life. And this always depends on where you are on your own path, on your own spiritual journey, on your own ability to work with what you're working with. So each one of these will show up for you. And you can invoke these goddesses as you continue to move along your path, if you know you need more of that Durga or Kali energy at a certain time, or even Chinamasta, if you know you need one of these more warrior-like goddesses, call upon them. They're here, just like our guardian angels are here to help us, even as our spirit guides are here to help us. So are these goddesses. And when we can tap into them, when we acknowledge them and honor them and respect them and invoke them in our lives, they are welcome to help us. They're eager to help us. 
it's so important for us to recognize these aspects of the goddess in our own self-expression, even in the people around you. They are these unique helpers. They guide us to invoke and be playful, to work with them, to invite them into our life. They always offer us a way to connect with our self through them. So within House of Shakti, as I mentioned, we go through these 11 forms of the goddess. And if you kind of want to learn more about, you know, and sort of want to tap into which kind of goddess is resonating with you right now, I have this great uh, free quiz, the Shakti goddess quiz. And it also works with the goddesses within the cycles of creation, sustainability, and dissolving. Because the way I see it, these work together. They are together because we're always in a cycle of creation, sustaining, or dissolving. And then matching those up with the goddesses, bringing in the energetics, those aspects of those goddesses can help us see within the creation, within the ability to sustain or maintain and this, or preserve, I guess you could say, and also this ability to release, to let go, to dissolve. And using the energetics of those goddesses to move things through, to see how that works within your life and to bring in this, the duality in order to bring more freedom into this space of living well. So I'm going to leave the link for that quiz in the show notes. So I invite you to take the quiz and you see how that works out for you. See how the goddesses work through you in those cycles, because you're always moving within the goddesses. You're always moving within these cycles. So I will leave that link in the show notes for that free quiz. And look, if you want to work more with this feminine energy, work more with Shakti herself through these 11 forms of the goddesses and really tap into how they can bring us more unity in our lives and hopefully bring that out into the world, I invite you to check out House of Shakti. I'll also leave the link there as well. So you can check out some of the details of House of Shakti. And House of Shakti is always this evolving entity. And I just love how it goes through these cycles of creation, sustaining and dissolving. So when things need to dissolve into the space of the void to be dissolved into the nothingness to be recreated into the possibility of something even brighter and bigger to bring more unity and then to nurture all of that is it's so incredible it's so incredible to see how all of these energetics are working together interwining with the each other and it's yeah it's just so incredible so i invite you to bring a little bit of that mysticism that magical essence of creation of how to sustain and nurture things through and then how to dissolve things with the help of the goddesses all right so with that i'll leave you today and i'm going to just say thank you very much for listening and i wish you a very unique and goddess-filled day. All right. So bye for now. Until next time.